Listen and hear, exploring God's Word, from St. Barnabas Church, Stroud Road, Gloucester. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Listen and Hear from St. Barnabas Church. Uh, My name is Matthew Earle, and hopefully you have found the last three episodes useful and an opportunity to reflect on observing the Sabbath. This is the last of our Sabbath series where we can bring everything that we have learned and reflected on and bring it together and just consider how we can be closer to God by making time for him. Before we start let's just take a moment to invite God into this moment to ask the Holy Spirit to be with us and to pray that Jesus can teach us his way. Father God, we just ask that you are here with us today at this moment in time, that you can speak to our hearts, that we can hear your voice, and that we'd learn to be more like your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I've actually received some correspondence, uh, a couple of pieces from people who have listened. Uh, First of all, uh, to Brenda. Thank you, Brenda, for getting hold of us. Uh, It was a direct message to me. And Brenda was saying about God's rhythms and allowing him to make those decisions uh, on time and when things are to happen. And Brenda, I know that you have been praying for a long time that the Lord provides for you and I ask that you just continue to keep the faith and keep praying that when God deems it ready, that he will provide uh, what you're praying for. And also to Catherine. Thank you, Catherine, for your your response to last week. Uh, And thank you for being so honest. TV is my downfall especially friends on Netflix. I don't think you're the only one, Catherine. So you were going to challenge yourself to not binge watch as many episodes and instead listen to more of your favourite worship songs and hymns to relax and rest. Well, I hope you've done that this week and I hope that you continue to do that. And I just pray that both you and Brenda can listen for God's voice to listen for uh, more of his advice and listen to his plans and take time to be with him throughout your week but thank you for writing in again if anyone wants to write in there is always the opportunity to add comments uh, voice memos to the podcast or you can email us at stbg that's barnabas gloucester stbg dot listen and hear at gmail.com and we look forward to hearing from you okay so on sunday uh, we were first greeted by hillary and her thoughts around being useful and the useful things that were in her life and of these useful things there were many that were powered by batteries Hilary spoke about the uh, the need to recharge the batteries, the need to use those batteries to operate the items, the strimmer, the torch, etc. 
and that when the battery runs down it stops working. Now we've mentioned this before already in this series. We all have work to do and we have times where we run out of strength, when we run out of power. And this whole series has been about God inviting us, not just commanding us, but inviting us to be with him during the Sabbath. And Hilary went on to talk about the creation story, that God rested. But not just rested, he took time to spend it with Adam and Eve. And we know that in the Bible, as we read the Gospels, Jesus spent time with his disciples during the Sabbath. So we need to stop working during the Sabbath. Take that time. Spend that time with God. Remember to stop, to relax, to reconnect and to delight in God's glory. Think about those times when you are tired and grumpy and how that affects your relationships with those around you. And in the same way, our relationship with God is affected by our tiredness. And as Jeff Lucas said in the uh, book about strength that I recently read, it is at the moments of tiredness and weakness that we are more susceptible to evil. And John Mark Homer said it is when we are tired and when we are weary that we turn to those temptations and vices, smoking, drinking, drugs, chocolate, fatty foods, shopping. And it's this time that we really should spend more time to be with God, to recharge those batteries, to recharge that spiritual and faith battery. And that becomes more evident when we read the Bible. We see that in the busiest of times, Jesus takes time to withdraw from the crowds, to spend time with his Father, to spend time in prayer, and to spend time with his closest friends. And we're going to have a look at that a little bit later on as we unpack the Bible. Now, let's turn to our first reading. And our first reading is taken from 1 Samuel. It's uh, verse chapter 3, verses 1 to 9. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not know the Lord yet. The word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realised that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. 
And if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. I wonder whether there's been times where we've been called by God and not realised that we were being called by God or we didn't necessarily hear God. Now, if we went on to read the rest of the story, it's quite interesting because obviously Samuel does say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And God responds to him. And the bit that really excites me is in verse 11, where he says, And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. Make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. How exciting. And I just wonder whether we can take time, make space for God, so that we can listen to him, so that our ears can tingle, to set our hearts on fire. I wonder whether we take time, we make space to listen for God. And I guess in our busy, hurried lives, the answer to that is often no. John spoke in the talk uh, after the gospel that even when he's out racing, just before a race, he will take a moment to pray with God. And I know that from my own personal experiences that uh, at both times of trouble, of both personal and world troubles, but also when I've had a moment spare, some of those best moments have been spent with God, just stopping and asking God for advice, for help, and for thanking God. For those of you that know me, I often uh, play in the worship band at church, and uh, I also love to go uh, on holiday in my caravan. And for very, very different reasons, before I do both, I pray to God. And I always have done. Uh, for the worship band, I pray that I perform well for God, that I don't mess it up, and uh, that I make him proud. And as for the caravan holiday, I pray that the wheels don't fall off. I pray that we get to our destination safely. And I pray that we can have a good time together as a family. And those prayers don't take any kind of uh, structure or formality. But they take time to just offer our thoughts up to God. Uh, and to give thanks. And again, when I arrive at my destination, or when I finish our church service, I take a moment just to thank God for answering my prayers. I wonder whether there are times when maybe you've needed to just stop and listen. To stop and be with God. And that leads us on to our worship song for today. I chose this one because as we make a space for God, 
Sometimes we just have to wait here for him. And today's worship song, therefore, is Waiting Here For You by Christy Knuckles.
What an incredible song. And I would encourage you to take time in your day just to hold your hands out in praise, to open your arms to receive the Holy Spirit and to be with God, to make space to invite God into your moment, into your life and ask him for his love, support, guidance and just ask him to be with you in everything you do. What an amazing, loving father we have. Okay, so we head to our gospel reading now. And our gospel reading comes from Mark chapter 1 verses 29 to 39. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak, because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he travelled through Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and driving out demons. For me, whilst we are thinking about making space for Jesus, making space for God, those last few verses are the most important. And we've spoken about this previously. Jesus often found time to make time for prayer, to be with God, to be with his friends. If we go to Luke 3, verse 21. After Jesus was baptised, he then took time to pray and heaven was opened. So this was a moment when he took time to be with his father this is a huge reminder that in those exciting party moments that we should take time to give thanks to God straight after his baptism Jesus went to the wilderness he went to the wilderness to pray and it's because of his prayer and his time with his father that he was strong enough to not be tempted by the devil that he was in the strongest position because his batteries were fully charged. In Luke 6, verse 12, Jesus is choosing his 12 closest disciples. And the night before, he spent time praying with God. I recently had to pray over a work decision. I had a number of options and the only person that I trusted to make the right decision was God. And so I took a lot of time to... Just ask for God's discernment and to pray over 
the options. We know that even in times of need and in pain, Jesus always turned to God. We remember the time when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane and he's desperate and asks God to be with him. And when he's in pain on the cross, we see in Matthew 27 verse 46, in Luke 23 verses 34 and 46, that he surrenders himself to God and gives thanks to God. So I wholly encourage you, whether it's make a decision, whether it's in pain or in suffering, or whether it's just to give thanks, take a moment to be with God, to ask for his advice, for his guidance, for his comfort, and give him a moment to speak to you. And just open your ears to him and say, speak, Lord, I am listening. And so we turn to John's talk. And John had the privilege of summing up the entire series. And he started with reference to Hillary's comments regarding batteries and power. And his reliance that he had an iPad in front of him with the words for his talk. And he hoped that the battery would last. But of course, unlike us, John said that his batteries were 100% charged because he had put them on charge overnight, even though sometimes we are less charged. He said that he took time to reflect over why we observe the Sabbath, that God's presence is everywhere, and that he has to follow those rhythms of God. And he made reference to some work he did in the Stamford Hill area, which is a Orthodox area, uh, a Jewish Orthodox area. And they were stuck and forced to oblige by the rhythm of the Jewish festivals. So Friday night sundown, the site would close and would not reopen again. And so emails and work stopped, which was incredibly difficult during the autumn months when sunset was a lot earlier. And come Sunday morning, when the Shabbat was over, emails would start to fly. And as a Christian, John said he had to really challenge himself not to respond or read to those emails, because it was his Sabbath. He acknowledged that those Jewish followers really did focus on the Shabbat and focus on observing the Sabbath, more so than many Christians do today. And then he spoke about the hurry, the hurry in life. And, and John's retired now uh, just, and he finds it easier to get up later and slow down. But does he succumb to hurry? Of course he does. Our whole world is a place of hurry. And yet God imposes no time pressures on any of us. The Sabbath is freely given. God's rhythms are free from hurry. If only we could make space for God.
And John went on to say that the Sabbath isn't just that gift of rest, but an opportunity to worship. And to worship God, we need space. And so that's where we have to stop. And we have to listen. And we have to take time to rest in God's loving presence. Because the last thing we want to do is miss out. And interestingly, John talks about Mark the Gospel, that his story comes with no preamble. He is a rushed gospel. It must have been quite frustrating for Simon and Andrew when Jesus took himself off. But if we think back to learning from Jesus, from taking on Jesus' yoke, here is a prime example where he says, I'm making space for God. I'm making space for prayer. And in his early ministry, he taught us. He gave us that yoke. He taught us how to live a good Christian life. So, as we come to the end of this podcast and we come to the end of this Sabbath series, I challenge you to reflect on what we have read and what we have discussed. I challenge you to find time in your week to live a Sabbath day to slow down and live a Sabbath week, to make space for God so that he can be integral to everything you do, to the decisions you make and to the way you conduct your life. And I'd love to hear how the Sabbath series has challenged you, challenged your life and more importantly, how much greater it is now that you have time to delight in God's creation. And so we finish with a prayer. Father God, thank you for the gift of the Sabbath. We ask that you encourage us to make more time for you, that we slow down, we listen for your voice, And we take time to be with you. We look to you to help us navigate this life. We look to you to give us comfort and peace and rest. And Lord, just help us to learn to be more like you. To be more like your son, Jesus Christ. And we ask this in your holy name. Amen. Well, that's the end of the series. Please do go back and listen to any of the previous episodes. Take time to reflect. And do let us know either through comments below or through an email at stbg.listenandhear at gmail.com love to be able to hear more about how this Sabbath series has improved your life. Until the next episode, I pray that you have a peaceful and restful time and may God bless us all as we go about our daily lives. Amen. Listen and Hear is an original production from St. Barnabas Church, Gloucester. 
All licenses are detailed in the description below, and the opening and closing tracks are downloaded, with thanks, from www.bensound.com. We would love to hear from you and encourage you to add comments in the description below. Alternatively send us a voice note or email, details of which can also be found below. Find us at www.stbg.uk, or visit us on Stroud Road, Gloucester, GL15LJ. Thank you for listening.